What's up and welcome to another edition of Major League Talk. I am your host, J.D. Johnstone. Alongside me always is the Houdini himself, Dean Kanganis, a.k.a. Dino Bambino. How are we, Dean? Dino, the Bambino. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) We also got Austin, the Reverend, and we got Jimbo, Jimmy White. How are we, guys? What's popping? Episode 16, the Jose Fernandez edition. Uh, this is the first time we're all together, like, in a while. I mean, this is the core four. Is it not? The core four? This is our core four. The How long did it take you to figure that out? How long did it take you to figure that out? Very quickly, because I'm a Yankee fan, but you know what? This is our Oh, Yankee fan. Shut up. Whatever. Oh, well, I'm unbiased. <laughs> I like the name. I like I like the the pinstripes pinstripe pride, um, but let's get right into it. Uh, the Angels obviously threw a no hitter past uh, a couple of days ago. Tyler Skaggs obviously recently died. It was the first game they were back in Anaheim, right? Yep. So. Yep. Yeah, they were all wearing uh, Tyler Skaggs number forty five, like just to honor him. It was two. It was a combined uh, two pitchers, uh, no hitter. Did you guys see the tweet behind? Uh, Tyler Skaggs, uh, no hitter in like the day and everything. Yeah, I, I did. That's what I was. That that was actually going to be my fact of the day. Yeah, you say because I actually don't have my phone. My phone's over there, and I don't want to move. Can you? Do you know it? Yeah, I know it. The last time there was a combined no hitter in the state of California was the Orioles versus the versus the A's in Oakland on July thirteenth, nineteen ninety one, the same day Tyler Skaggs was born. Um. And then as if tonight couldn't get any more surreal, says Trout, the Angels scored seven runs in the first and finished with 13 runs, 7-13, which is Tyler's birthday, which would have been tomorrow um, at the time of the game. How about his um, Trout hitting a 454-foot home run? Oh. Yeah, bet you didn't know that. Are we getting a live update on the phone call? That was my phone, my bad. Come on, Jamie. So I, 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 got, I, got, I got Logan to turn it off, so it was fine. Wait, can we, can we introduce our fifth guest today? He's actually not a fifth guest, but if you would like to say hi, Logan, you want to say hi, uh, hello to everybody. Hello. Hey. Logan, you're Logan's busy playing Emily's show right now. but uh, How unprofessional is JD? Anybody yeah, I know. Yeah, it was pretty unprofessional of me. I, w- I wasn't prepared for today, even though I scheduled to be here today. But How anyway, back on the okay, because okay. I don't have my computer. I'm on Logan's computer. But anyway, did anybody was was anybody shocked? You guys by, having like, a slumber party? No. Oh, oh my gosh. Can we get back to baseball? Uh, no, I'm I'm not done yet. Well, I am. Uh, did anybody else think that the Tyler Skaggs thing? Saw was you like guys were hitting the. Oh, weird? sorry, you're doing something important. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody think that the, I'm just starting over? Oh, no. like, oh. oh. All right. Did anybody think the Tyler Skaggs thing was like a coincidence? Like, does anybody think that stuff is freaky? Like what Dean said. I know just said? you do, and I, I don't do. Know why. I think that is weird. Dude, that stuff doesn't happen for like some like no reason, dude. And it's not the first time that stuff happens too. That happens a lot of the time. I, I just like there's a lot of things that like add up that that scream coincidence. Like there was a whole big 9/11 thing, a um, a Lincoln and Kennedy thing, and I don't know if just people like put together all these coincidences and. And just come up with this crazy shit. But I think that one, I think the Skaggs one, is is a little too surreal to call it a coincidence. Yeah, that's way too. The same many thing things. with the uh, with D Gordon and Fernandez a couple years ago. Right. You know, so it's cool though. Yeah, that was like the farthest ball he ever hit. He said, right? Yeah. Something like that. He's like, I never hit a ball that far in BP. Yeah. He was probably on steroids too, but no big deal. Yeah, we don't have to talk about that. Very true. You know, Barry we Bonds. We don't have to talk about his eight game suspension that season. So on. Barry Bonds was the hitting coach. Not coincidence there. I think so. You guys get off my boy Barry. Greatest hitter of all time. No, see, I knew Austin was going to say that. No, he's not. 
Barry wow. Bonds is the greatest hitter of all time. No, he's not. Thank you, Jim. Barry Bonds, Bonds is, is pound for pound the greatest hitter of all time. That why can't he teach anybody how to hit then? Because the Marlins sure okay right. can't okay. Teach okay. something you're born with. Being hitting 762 home runs is different than trying to teach D. Gordon how to bunt. Okay, <laughs> that's like okay. That's so idiotic. To okay, say that but he's second, not a good okay. hitter because he can't teach people how to hit. Can I finish my like little like rant real yeah, quick? Like, okay, second of all, he statistically is not the best hitter of all time. Who is? Um, dude, you could put so many people in front of him. Maybe Hank Aaron, Babe Ruth, uh, Lou Gehrig, who me and Dean were talking about the other day, which is not appreciated probably as much, which I actually think could go down as maybe top three players of all time, Lou Gehrig. But I mean, you could put so many people in front of uh, Bonds. Uh. <laughs> you want to put lefties in? Let's talk about Mickey Mantle because he was hurt all the time and he had 500 home runs. You don't think that he would have got to six? Uh, what is it, 762? He missed, like, what, no. Dean? Dean, you know this. He missed, like, five years of his career because he was always hurt. At least five years. But I don't know yeah. how... I, I, I don't know how... First of all, it, it's it, we're having a discussion that's really difficult to have. Like, is he the greatest hitter of all time? Is that's the, what the argument was. Is he, greatest, is he the greatest power hitter of all time? You know what I mean? Like, I, I, the, the debate would change if you're talking about the greatest hitter of all time. If you're talking about the greatest power hitter of all time, he's got to be in the top two, if not one. And he hit the furthest ball I've ever seen hit in Yankee Stadium. Live? Uh, no, my dad was there. He hit it halfway up the upper deck. Yeah. In, in the old Yankee Stadium. I'm pretty sure. By far the furthest ball I've ever seen hit ever in my life. Well, the trade market is starting to really heat up. We were talking a little bit about it last week, but a lot of rumors are starting to go around now that we're getting closer to that July 31st uh, trade deadline. And some big names have actually been talk about, uh, talked about. But uh, first, let's go over who already was traded. The Athletics have acquired Homer Bailey for Kevin Morrell. Morrell. He's 7-6 and six with a 4-8 ERA in 18 games, but... He's 3-1 with a 3-4-9 ERA in his last seven games. This is such a Billy Bean move, it's not even crazy. Like, like it, I mean, it is crazy. Like, it's, it, this describes Billy Bean, does it not? Billy Bean will do anything to soak the, the last bit of somebody out of him for the cheapest amount of money. <laughs> that, is what he, that is what he is known for. Yeah, of course. I mean, depends on who you're asking if it's a smart trade or not. Oh, I think it's a, like it's a, it's an athletics move. I don't yeah. think this is putting them over the hump for an ace. I see them. I'm just about to get into it. Actually, the Athletics have also been said to be keeping tabs on Noah Syndergaard and Trevor Bauer. So I see them maybe pursuing something like that. I don't see this like this is not putting them over the hump. Dean, I know you said last podcast that you s- said that you uh, see them making a very serious run, maybe stealing the division from the Astros soon. I don't, I don't see this pushing them over that hump. I don't know if you do. No, I don't. I don't think it puts them over the hump because you're not getting the Homer Bailey from six years ago, five years ago. You're getting the Homer Bailey from from 2019 with a with a well above a four ERA. Uh, with a seven and six record, with, with in one of the best teams in baseball. You know what I mean? He's not, he's not a dude. But I, I think if you, if you, and I mentioned it, I think in the last podcast, their starting pitching is bad. So anyone that can come in there and eat innings, um, gives them a shot to at least make a push. Don't ex- like, don't expect him to to rattle off nine straight and have like a sub two ERA, but. I don't think this is the only move Billy's going to make. Yeah. But for the piece as a whole, do you think he could make enough moves with their current financial status to make a push? I, I, don't, think they can, I don't think they can go out and get somebody that's going to turn your head. You know, like, and that's, that's, the, that's been, you know, the A's model since the early 2000s, which is just where we have, they understand the market that they're in. They can't break the bank on someone that's going to turn your head. They, they do squeeze the last bit of baseball out of every person that they acquire. Um, 
you know, I think Homer Bailey has plenty of baseball left, but I don't think he has plenty of baseball left at a very high level. This is also a guy that had like a six, like literally a six ERA last year on yeah. the Reds. You know, so I, I don't think, once again, I think he's going to eat innings. I think he's going to give him some quality starts, but even if they make the postseason, starter and he's not going to be their game one starter in the ALDS. I mean, at the end of the day, you're, you're chasing the Astros, which is going to be a very hard task regardless. So, I mean, at this point, you're really just shooting for the wild card. And for that, you're looking at the Rays, most likely possibly the Indians. Um, and it's just, it's a tough place for them to be in. Um, you know, it's hard obviously with their status, um, you know, is Homer really an addition hundred percent, but is he what they need? Like going forward is, is not, not correct. No, exactly. Sure. Couldn't set it better right there. If you look up his contract, I'm sure this is the last year of his contract and he won't be back there. So this is just a rental. Now, real quick, I want all of you to answer this question real quick. Not obviously saying it would happen, but they said they were keeping tabs on this guy. Out of these two, Noah Syndergaard and Trevor Bauer, which one do you think is the best fit and most likely to happen? Bauer is the best fit, but neither one of them are going to happen. Exactly. That's exactly what I said or what I thought. You know, I, I know I said that the Indians are only five and a half back last podcast, but I feel like Noah Syndergaard's asking price has always been through the roof. And I feel now that you got uh, Van Wagen there, it's still going to be through the roof because he's a tough negotiator and he's a tough GM to like get trades with. I mean, look what he did with Cano and Diaz. Obviously, that really hasn't panned out. But he gave up a lot, I would say, right? I mean, but they also got the, at the time, what everybody thought was the best closer in all of baseball. You know, I definitely see Bauer more as a potential landing spot for the A's. What do you think, Austin, Jimmy? I th- I can't add much to what you said. Yeah, <laughs> kind of hit the kind of hit the nail on the head there. So you both um, think Bauer? What? You both I don't think, think Bauer's happen? I don't, I don't think, think it's gonna either. happen. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that. Just like like just for fun. Like if you if we knew one of these two were going there, which one did you think was more realistic and the Trevor. best fit for? Trevor. Yeah, because the Mets are going to be holding on to Syndergaard a lot more than the Indians are holding on to Bauer. The only thing the Mets are holding on to right now is their prized possessions in DeGrom and Syndergaard and Wheeler because that's all they have left. Nobody cares about the New York Mets anymore. People care about Alonzo and McNeil. That's about it. Without Pete Alonzo on that team, there's literally nothing going on. I think they'd be back like another 10 games without Pete Alonzo. His war is like four. To relax. Dude, he has helped them win a lot of games. But anyway, I, the next guy that has actually been tra- – oh, did you want to say something before we went on, Dean? Yeah, I was just going to say, like, it, it's, it's not even about the wins and losses. It's just about for a New York team to have somebody to kind of, like, bring the attraction there. And without him, there, 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 is no, there is no attraction. There is no hope for a future, at least with him. Especially making five hundred and fifty grand a year, you know, there's some there's some hope there that okay, this is a piece we can build around, and it's not just some like a like a random right fielder that we can or a random like third baseman who's hitting two eighty five. Like we're talking about a guy that's that that could potentially um, be a a bargaining chip to to bring other free agents in as as his career progresses. Yeah, all right. Totally agree with you there. Next guy that was traded this week, Andrew Kashner is going to be going to the Red Sox. The Sox are also going to be getting cash considerations from the Orioles. And going back to Baltimore are prospects Eloy Prado and Nobreth Romero. Butchered that. Do you even know how to pronounce Nobreth? 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 <laughs> no, but I don't think you did it right. I actually did. I thought it was pretty good. But anyway, yeah, th- this does this prove basically the Red Sox really don't have any money? Because this was already their problem was that they didn't really have any money to sign anybody in the offseason. That's really why they let Kimbrell walk. I mean, if you look at the trade 
the Orioles are picking up a lot of the money in this contract. They're include including all the signing bonuses and a lot of the performance bonuses. Not all of them, but majority of them. Is this showing the Red Sox really don't have any money to spend? And if not, do you think they even make another move? Like, can they? I think they have more money than you think. I just think. I don't know why you're trying to trying to knock the Red Sox right now for being broke for dealing. Chips, I don't but, think uh, I don't think they're broke, but Dave Dombrowski is known for having an amazing team and everything, and having no bullpen, and they still haven't addressed that whatsoever. I think they should have went for that over Andrew Kashner. Andrew Kashner. I don't think, way, I don't think you're being very unbiased right now. Well, you know what? Andrew Kashner is way past his prime, and I don't think anybody here would disagree with me on that. So, but Kashner's putting up legit numbers this year, and I think this deal was a steal for them. And I, I don't think they're as broke as, as it probably looks. I think they have some bad contracts, but uh, why, address, why address the bullpen if you can have guys go seven or eight innings? Because that's honestly just unrealistic for any team. Is it? Yes, it is. I believe it is. In the world of baseball now, go back to you guys, Jimmy, if you're going to say, yeah, then you're contradicting yourself on what you said on the analytical podcast we had that bullpens are changing the game of baseball and starting pitching is not a, much appreciated as it was once with guys going seven plus all the time. Okay. So you can't tell me that guys are going to go eight innings all the time and you're not going to need a bullpen. I didn't, say, I didn't say that. I said the Red Sox have a starting staff, which allows them to go deeper into ball games. So they don't rely on their bullpen as much as another team would, like the Mets or the Rays. All right. I mean, I, my I, point saw, them, wasn't, I saw them my going My point more. wasn't that all MLB starting staffs are irrelevant. My point was just that the Red Sox have a good enough starting staff that their bullpen's obvious holes get covered up a lot more often. The problem with Kashner is this year he's he's throwing under six on average under six innings a start. Now, why is that? I don't know. If I was the Orioles, why would I waste my guy that's nine and three just to get a loss in the eighth or ninth anyway? So why burn a guy another twenty five, thirty five, forty pitches if I know I'm probably going to end up blowing that game anyway? So I think it's like one of those things where you got to see. How the Sox use them, and I don't think, I don't think their pen is is as bad as people think. I think I think their rough start dug them such a hole that now they're just having a really hard time climbing out of it. I agree with you on that. I do think that there are holes, and I think Kimbrel did leave a huge gap, and I think you all could agree with me on that. And I think they just really never addressed that lockdown closer role that they had in Kimbrel. You know, I think they're using Matt Barnes, and I. In my opinion, I just don't think that's – he is a great pitcher, and I just don't think that he's meant to be a closer. I think he's more of a setup guy like he was last year where he exceeded in that role. Yeah, I agree with that. I just what about you guys? The fair assessment. Yeah, they're, they're hurting without Kimbrell. But, he's but, a big piece for them. Well, once again, like – how many times do we see a World Series champ have a hangover that following year? You know what I mean? Like, it would it, like I don't really care what they do this year. I really don't. I'm worried about next year when they go when they start sixty and thirty. I'm talking about well, here they are again. And in that scenario, what do you you're saying that that's when they would need pieces? No, I'm just saying, like, this, like I, I can't look at their team and be like, oh, this is the problem this year because we've seen so many World Series teams just have a hangover. And they started off atrociously. So, like, yeah. I, don't, I, don't think it has any, I don't really think it has anything to do with their roster. I don't think Kimbrell was worth the money that he was asking for. Does, does he help them? Yes. But I don't, I don't think – I don't think he's necessarily worth the money. I, I mean – Think about it. Keuchel got what fifteen million for a year. Yeah. So, so Kimbrel was going to command at least twelve for, for a guy that didn't have a fantastic season last year.
You guys got anything else on that? I got nothing. Next. All right, well, that, those are the, basically the guys that have been traded so far. But, well, like we were talking about, the names that have been flying around in the trade market. Whoa. The names that have been flying around in the trade market right now, Phillies and Astros have been shown major interest in Robbie Ray, left-handed pitcher for the D-backs. And he still has one more season of arbitration. He's 7-6 and six currently with a 3.81 ERA in 20 games this season. This makes sense for both teams. Why do you say that? One, Aaron Nola is starting to be Aaron Nola again, but he did have that big dip where his ERA was like seven in his like this like five game skid, and they've really been relying on two pitchers the whole season, the Phillies, and that's one of the reasons why they're in that wild card spot. Uh, for the Astros, you know they obviously have Justin Verlander and they have Garrett Cole, but after that they really don't have anybody. Colin McHugh um, is in that bullpen role. Lance McCullers obviously recovering from Tommy John. Uh, Charlie Morton left and he went to the Rays and they really haven't been able to fill in that role. That's why I think it's a great move for both. Whoever gets them. If one of them get them. It's a great move for both. I don't think the Phillies do anything the rest of the way. You think they're just packing it up and calling it quits after signing 330 to Bryce Harper? All I'm saying is even with the even with the moves that they make, because you got to understand, I'm friends with a lot of people in the Philly area that watch a lot of Phillies games, and the fans are almost done. Like it's it's turned into somewhat of a circus because I think they're getting frustrated with the production they're getting from Harper, and I don't think I don't think that team, even if you add anybody to it, that team is light years away from being. A, a World Series contender. If you're getting paid $330 million, you're expected to make an all-star roster. You know, and when you... D- Hello? Does anybody else hear that? That ding? Yeah. yeah, what is that? I have no idea what that is. <laughs> is there someone else on the call? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, awesome. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what that is. <laughs> like that old school, like you have walkie-talkies with your buddy and like pick up like a truck driver driving by <laughs> 10 four we got a rubber duck <laughs> 10 four picking up a pack of keystones <sighs> by the way in the home run derby the other day i don't know if anyone watched the whole thing they were talking about woba i almost threw my remote through the tv i did hear that curse you the there, tango tiger i sat there and i almost called jd yeah, you should have because I was I was watching and then I was like, well, "Who just said Woba?" And then they showed the guy's face, and I was like, "Makes sense." What <laughs> Gala checks? The Tango Tiger. I don't know what his original name was. Tom something. Oh no, Tom Tango. That's Tom Tango. Very yeah. villain name. Very powerful name. <laughs> it is. Uh, the Brewers and Giants have also had talks about Will Smith, uh, the Giants' closer right now. He's having a tremendous season with. ERA in 38 games with 23 saves. He's been one of the better closers in baseball this year. He's basically been the Edwin Diaz of this year. I'm not saying he is Edwin Diaz by any means, but he this season he's basically the Edwin Diaz of last season. He's been it's gonna be it's almost impossible to match what Edwin Diaz did last season. It's basically around the same ERA though. Around this time, Edwin Diaz really popped off in the second half, and that's when his ERA kind of got to that what like that one seven. It's kind of the same thing in the first half. That's what I was trying to say. I wasn't comparing him at all, saying he has the same talent or whatever. But this is—I think this is the big reliever that's going to be like going this season. Like, what was who was the big reliever last year that was uh, going around? I don't even know. No, not in the off season, like for postseason. Oh, um, does he watch I Am Legend before every game? He might. He might. Should <laughs> he actually might? Like, <laughs> he watch I <laughs> while he's in the pen, or like pursuit of happiness or something. Watch is super bad. We <laughs> somehow get Will Smith on the line. Hey, by the way, just to just to clarify one thing, why do the Red Sox suck this year? I'll tell you why. A 
a three nine record, a four two seven ERA, um, ninety six hits in hundred and eleven innings, fifty three earned runs in hundred and eleven innings, twenty seven walks to one hundred and sixty strikeouts, um, and somehow the opponents are still only hitting two twenty eight off of him. If Chris Sale was nine and three and not three and nine, there would not be so much worry in Boston. Can you me, fact check this on me? What is David Price's ERA? Uh, three one six. Not bad. All right. I was wondering if he was having like if he was staying that like postseason pitcher that he was for them. No, like you know, and even Porcello, like Porcello, six and seven with five a uh, five three three ERA, but. You know, like Porcello and Sale have single-handedly killed this team. You know, and like how much how much of this goes to early on in the year they were wasting they're wasting their bullpen in the fourth, fifth, sixth inning because their starters can't go four or five innings because Sale was getting lit at the beginning of the year. Sorry to get off topic. Let yeah, me tell you why the Yankees are the most overrated team this year. I can't wait to hear this. There's, there's no reason. He's just trying to piss me off. <laughs> Let me tell you why the Yankees are not going to get out of the divisional series. Oh, You're actually stupid. Aaron Boone's the manager of the year. He already won it, by the way. Just put that out there. But go ahead, Jimmy. Let me tell you why. The Yankees' core of younger players is going to fizz out in the next three years. Oh, my gosh. Like, stop talking before you make yourself a fool. Just stop. I hear the clicking on the keyboard. You're not Yeah, like, you stop, it's stop, not going, sure. no, stop, go, stop going on the website that you're putting in numbers until they, like, come out the way you want them to. Like, Aaron Judge's batting average first against first his first lefties first. that throw sidearm-only sinkers. Like, until you, you want to know the, the only thing want. pulled up like, on my computer right now is David's price ERA. I don't want to hear that bullshit. No, I, I'll tell you what's going on here. Is you're just looking to kill time while you're finding your next Pornhub search for when the podcast is over. Exactly. <laughs> That's what's going on here. I'm on, I'm on to it. I'm with Dean. You know what else is very overrated? What? Brazzers? Bullpen. Uh, Who's bullpen? The Yankees. Yeah, we're moving on. I can't even get into this. <laughs> Back to the trade stuff that we were talking about. Do you guys think that Will Smith is for the Brewers? Wasn't he on the Brewers? I'm not sure. I know he hasn't been on the Giants for a while. This might be like his second season. I know he was on the Brewers at some point early in his career. Do you guys think this is the guy for them? No. Dean? Um, I mean... I, I don't really care about the Brewers. I really don't because I, I, I just – once again, that's another stacked lineup that I think can win ballgames on that. I really want to see them in the World Series. Hold on a second. Was, was Yelich there when Bonds was the hitting coach? Yeah. Yeah. Was Azuna – yeah, all of, everybody was there. That was the year that they got rid of everybody, or the year later. Yeah. Sam and all of them were there. Well, he thought them had to hit really well. I don't really know. <laughs> Christian Yellow shouldn't break out until he's a brewer. I don't know about that. Not true. I said break out. I didn't say that he wasn't good on the Marlins. He's like second in rookie of the year voting. He was nowhere close to hitting 40 bombs when he was in Miami. Will Smith was. He played like one and a half seasons in Miami. He played like five. <laughs> okay, dude. Will Smith wasn't in Milwaukee. He wasn't? He was in 2015 and 2016. Yeah. I mean, his numbers aren't bad. It's just like every, every time I see shit like this, and this is just me, like he came in the league with like a 5 3 ERA and then had like 3 2, 3 7, 2 7 in 2015. Three three five. He got sent down. I think. Um, then he was like at a three six eight. Then he was a two nine five with the Giants. Then he was a two five five, and now he's at a two one seven. Like when I see like that 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 decline in an ERA or like the increase in a batting average or home runs, I just automatically assume steroids. 
Yeah, I guess in the generation of ball players now, yeah. I mean, are you? I'm not saying he's on steroids. That's just what uh, the first thing my mind goes to. <laughs> it's, it's funny. I don't know. Another guy that may be on the move. Uh, the Royals are trying to move Billy Hamilton. He's having another down year, 217 batting average. Uh, I think we all can agree with this. His problem isn't running and just being the Usain Bolt of baseball. It's just been getting on base. Wait till he can steal first. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> Dean. I forgot to put that in. I saw it, dude. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. And I'm like, no, I, I know that we talked about it, but you wanted Jimmy. You wanted Jimmy's take on this. Yeah, I want Jimmy. my take. But he I wanted to. He wanted to see what you had to say. What? what? Do you even know what happened? What? You think I? What do you think I would have to add to this argument? <laughs> I mean, we Dean went off. <laughs> I. It's the dumbest thing. Maybe ever. <laughs> Did you see it happen the other night or like last yeah. night? Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and it's funny because like the, the ball gets past the catcher and the guy like shits his pants and everyone's like, like we're like back to the little league. And they're like, what? Just, wait, wait. It's the Atlantic League, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's an independent league. That's the league that they were trying to like push back the mound and like make That's the bases. They test all their stuff on. They tested the automatic umpires and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. They were talking about moving the, uh, the, the mound back like five or five or ten feet and having pitchers pitch to like increase offense and stuff yeah but this is why is independent ball like people are gonna be like oh yeah i played pro ball it was eyeball like dude independent ball is a joke okay so what they're doing is just they're making a mockery out of this league by creating these ridiculous rules you know what i mean like i i when i saw it i i, I almost choked on my hot pocket <laughs> big hot pocket guy yeah yeah, pepperoni pizza, dude. Those are legit. One minute, slit it in half, throw it in there for another fifteen seconds. It's fire. But that's not the, the point that I'm trying to make. Is is like, like, like. So does it go down as a net bat? Do you just go o for o with a stolen base, a first base? Like, I, like. I'm guessing it's a walk, kind of, and it just goes for your on base percentage. Okay, so then, so so it goes. It's the new woba. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what is this shit? We don't know, but we need to find out whose idea it was, like last podcast. We really need to do our research. And by the way, it, it like Rob Manford does have to do with something about this. I know, Dean, I told you that like I think he was last podcast, and he is. He's yeah. using that he bought – it was something like he bought the Atlantic League to test all this stuff out because he said that he wants baseball to – be more fun and capture new audiences. You think this is going to capture audiences? If anything, this is just going to, people are going to be like, what is going on right now? You know what would capture more audiences? If during a bench clearing brawl, you don't suspend anybody. You know yeah, I mean? Jake Marisnik suspended two games. Are you kidding me? Well, you could literally see the attempt to get out of the way in the video. Hey, like hey, it should have been a fine. It should not have been suspended. I'm 50-50 on that topic because, yeah, like his knee buckles and it looks like he's trying to get out of the way. But, but I mean, I'm sorry, but you, you can completely get out of a way of somebody if you really want to. I don't really think so, though, when you're going 110% sprinting to get that run for your team. I, I, think, I don't think you just hit the brakes like that. I, I think you slide. I think you can get out of the way. I think you j jump over him. If you're really trying to avoid contact, don't tell me you can't. Don't tell, right. don't tell me last second, oh, it was a last second play. Like You know the catcher's coming up to, to get the baseball, and you took the inside route anyway. Austin, you have a take on that? I mean, not really. I was uh, at the game where uh, – who was the guy who on the Marlins who almost killed Buster Posey? Remember that a few years ago? Yeah. Yeah, I was at that game. So I, ever since then, I've just been like a little iffy on it because, I mean, it's incredibly dangerous. And, I mean, I don't know. It's my take. Yeah, you know, I, I heard it from someone else and it perfect, perfectly just, just cleared this up. 
They gave him two-game suspension because they know Jake Marisnik is going to appeal. And then they're just going to say, okay, one-game suspension is going to be the end of the story. Because at the end of the day, they have to give him somewhat of a suspension. Because otherwise, a whole bunch of people would revolt that think that it's not right. Like, am I right? That's exactly what happened here. I just don't know why they don't handle it the old Western way. Just drill him a few times. Well, you know what? Unfortunately... That type of baseball hasn't been played in a while. It's kind of unfortunate. But time for the fact of the pod. This one is definitely probably not as exciting, but you know what? It's still a cool fact. Jimmy and Austin, you missed a good fact last time. Did you guys know Dave Winfield was sold or traded for a five-star meal? That was the, We went into that a little bit. It was a cool fact. But time for this fact. Uh, the New York Yankees are not the original pinstripe fashion uh, team. Contrary top uh, popular belief is that the New York Yankees were not the original team to introduce pinstripes in Major League Baseball. In 1911, both the New York Giants and Philadelphia Phillies sported pinstripes on uniforms for the very first time. Not the New York Yankees, who are obviously known for wearing pinstripes. They're, they're saying is pinstripe pride. So a quick... Uh, fact but that's the fact for the pod any thoughts on that i knew the phillies had pinstripes before the yanks i didn't know giants did um but but why why are pinstripes associated with the yankees just because they're so damn good you ever see the movie catch me if you can with uh dicaprio and tom hanks i've not i'm the only one (laughs) Uh, okay well it's, it's a funny people, movie, and he says something about um, uh, I don't I don't I forget what it was like. Why are the Yankees so good? And he says why. And he's like because everyone's just staring at those pinstripes, and it's just like pinstripes are associated with with the Yanks because they're the best team ever. Um, non biased. Um. <laughs> 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 <sighs> yeah. Uh, well, this is what Dean wanted to talk about. He said it last time to write it down. Dean, take it away. Pete Rose, whatever you wanted to talk about. You told me to write down Pete Rose. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I was like, I was really thinking about it the other day, and I was, I was having a conversation with my dad about it with like Pete Rose, steroid users, the whole nine yards, and when it when it comes to the Hall of Fame, right? And when I looked at Pete Rose's numbers. Right, he's a career 303 hitter. He's got 17 All-Star appearances, three-time World Series champ, Rookie of the Year, and an MVP. Okay, he has. I mean, the guy had 4,200 hits, and is not in the Hall of Fame because of his his betting for or against his team. We don't know necessarily while he was a manager. Now, I'm a firm believer that when you look at at the steroid users. Versus Pete Rose, because that's essentially the debate that people have, is, well, if, if Pete Rose didn't get in, they can't get in. But did Pete Rose, Pete Rose didn't cheat the game when he played. Yes, I agree with you. I think that the consideration of him going in as a manager, as a Hall of Famer, should be not talked about at all. But as a player, he should automatically go in. His numbers, it's a no-brainer. He should be in the Hall of Fame as a player. The manager shouldn't even be brought up. And he'll have to live with that. And he openly talks about it today. And look, at the end of the day, I kind of respect it. I'm not going to lie. I kind of respect it. If I know that my starting pitcher was out all night and he's going to get lit, I might throw a few shekels on it. (laughs) It's just inside knowledge, really. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's no different than insider trading on Wall Street, which happens every day. Now, if all of his bets were on his team to win, I don't think this would be discussed. Look, I don't know why we're trying to quantify his 4,200 hits into him as a manager. Okay, so, they're, they're completely different things. Exactly. I mean, it's... Like it's just the argument is just not there. There never really Who has cares? been an argument. They really, they've never really had one. 
which not only to mention his wins above replacement tops out tops out at a seventy nine point seven. Holy shit! Do you actually know the reason why he's? Uh, he asked uh, when Rob Manfred was the new commissioner of baseball. He personally asked him to reconsider, maybe him being having the opportunity to be elected into the Hall of Fame. And Rob Manfred's reason was no, because you still haven't changed in your betting and you still gamble. That's not a good enough reason for me. And this is just more reasons why I do not like Rob Manfred. We should somehow get Manfred on the show. I promise him right now, you have my word, we will treat you better than Levitard did when you were in Miami for that conference call. I swear to God, we'll treat you better than him. I just I just I, I want to I want to know why we're why we're not discussing this man into the Hall of Fame, who is and that's a double play for the Yankees. Looks smooth as silk. Um, I just want I you know that that's my fact for the day. I mean the guy's the guy was five eleven, one hundred and ninety pounds, and played the game harder than anybody. And I think if you look at somebody and say, well, you haven't changed because you still bet, you still this. Well, I can do whatever I want when baseball's over. You know, like you, you, you took enough away from me. Why change now? That's the part that bothers me the most is if, if I got caught doing something, which first of all, don't know how you got caught. I really don't. I, like, I'm trying to figure this out. Someone just ratted them out. But who, why are you telling somebody? I would love to know how profitable this was. Like, was he putting down 20 G's every bet? Like, or was he like flipping a hundred bucks every night? Like that's what I'm saying. Like, like, like I, I want to know these numbers. Like, like was he was he getting was he putting down twenty G's on like like minus one and a half? Was he taking money line? Like this is the stuff I want to know. And then I want to know why he's not in as a player. Because even though the steroid users like A Rod and Bonds and all them like McGuire, like they still have to hit the baseball. Like yes, d- did it. Did it add to their power conversation? Of course it did. But if you take that away from baseball at the time with, with Sosa, McGuire, and all the chasing the, the record and all that, would baseball have been that interesting at the time? I don't think so. If that didn't happen, baseball wouldn't be what it is today. Well, I agree. And that's why I'm sitting here saying, like, you know, same with A-Rod. Like, like we're, we're talking about a guy that has one World Series. You know what I mean? Who, who hit a lot of meaningless home runs. So how much did his steroid usage really affect his play? Not trying to flip-flop all over the place, but when you said A-Rod in World Series, first person that popped up in my mind, do you think it has any effect on how people view Ken Griffey Jr. because he never won? No, not at all. You can have the same conversation with the NBA. Barkley never won one. All right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm just wondering if that changes your view or just any fan's view. Like, well, he could never get it done in the postseason when it matters. Okay, so what what would you what would you rather be? Would you rather be a, a first ballot Hall of Famer? Or would you rather win three World Series? Probably, honestly. <laughs> okay, would you rather wait? No, no, Hall of Famer. Rather hit, There's less people that do that Hall, Hall of Famer. No way. Would you rather hit 350, first ballot Hall of Famer, 500 bombs, or that 250, 200 home runs? Four World Series. Hall of Famer, because I go down as the greatest. One of the greatest. I know that's Which hard to just... I know that... Yes, I know that's hard just to say very quickly, but the way I think of it is that if you're going in the Hall of Fame, that means you, you put some dent in the baseball world. And I'm not taking anything away from Ken Griffey Jr. I really think if he wasn't always hurt, I do think he's easily, like, top eight, like hitters of all time like he had obviously anybody can say he had one of the most beautiful swings ever well a lot of that's because he was a lefty let's not get that true you think you think barry bonds hits the same amount of home runs if he's ready i don't (laughs) i mean that's a weird conversation that's irrelevant i think it it just I, i think the question is does it look the same does his batting stance look the same? Does it does it look as sweet as it was? Like Griffey's backswing, Bonds' pre-stance, like does all that stuff look the same? Because seeing Sosa and Maguire from the right side and then seeing Bonds and Griffey, like I'd rather watch Bonds and Griffey swing any day of the week because they're lefty. 
I think everything looks better lefty. That's that's no one's arguing that fact. That's an acceptable answer. That's what I'm saying. Do, do I think he hits less home runs if he's righty? I mean, I I, I don't know how many how many bombs. I, that, that's where I got to crunch numbers. How many bombs did he hit off a righty? You know what I mean? Like that. that that's where I would, how many bo- how many bombs did he hit off a lefty? Like be able to kind of like quantify it like that. Do I have the time to do that? No, because I'm not a big Barry Bonds fan. <laughs> Austin, you have any take on this Ken Griffey, Pete Rose, anything? I mean, yeah, Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Like, I mean, we've all pretty much agreed on that. Most of the baseball world has unanimously agreed on that. Uh, Those I are contradicting mean, statements. How? Most of, unanimously. Sorry, I was just being a dick. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that's my take on it. Well, technically, it's not a contradiction statement because if you have most of something, if, if, if there's four of us, right, and most of us vote on, on let's just say it's a yes or no question, and, mo- and most of us vote yes, that's three out of four. That's unanimously, is it not? Oh, I, no, thought you na- I thought unanimous was everybody. Yeah. Unanimous is everybody. Yeah, you're right. Dean tried to help you out. <laughs> I tried, dude. And then when I started, it sounded so much better in my head. I mean, <laughs> this is- well, it's time for a new segment. It's called uh, Would You Rather. It's just something I thought of because there's not really a lot to talk about this week. Um, this is a question for all of you. I guess we'll go through them each. This, is all, this, this question is just for a World Series. Would you rather throw, and this is all Game 7, just the best moment you could picture. Would you rather throw a perfect game or a walk-off Grand Slam to win? Go. Uh, walk-off Granny. Walk-off Grandy. Perfect game. Yeah, me and Austin are on the same page. Perfect games never happen. Exactly. Uh, has, has a walk-off Granny ever happened? Well, a walk-off home run has happened. Joe Carter, obviously. It wasn't a Grand Slam. Is that a walk-off Grand Slam, though? But you know what? I'm a pitcher, so I think about it like that. So am I. Grand Slam would be cooler. I do think a Grand Slam would be cooler, but I think a perfect game's harder. Just imagine that. Uh, just imagine that trot around the bases, especially if it was at home. Just imagine that dog pile when you get the twenty seventh out to win the World Series. Yeah, but if it's eight to nothing, yeah, that might take it away a little bit. It's a good. It point. takes it away a little bit. All right, yeah. If it's a one nothing ball game and, and you've K'd like twenty, that's a different story. But I think a walk off Granny is just. Like, imagine the backflip I would put on that thing. Higher than Bautista? I'd probably break the bat. It would hit the third deck. (laughs) I mean, that's going over the damn damn net. I might might even carry the bat the whole way. That's another one. What are your guys' opinions on on the net? I think my shirt would be off by the time I cross second. I think Dean. I could. Just, I don't know why I'm just picturing Dean. If that ever happened, I don't know why I'm kind of thinking of like the the Jose Bautista thing. And if so, it's in Toronto. I see you doing the bat flip, the bird, the parrot, like Edwin. I see you doing uh, the bringer of rain when you get there, and then I see you doing the Harper where you hit your chest and then make that sign. I see I would, you doing like everything. <laughs> I'd probably drop to my knee and just like shoot an arrow at it. You know what I mean? Like if I knew it was and that was it. I, I'll take a brawl the next season. I could care less. I'd break the bat over my knee. I'd stab the catcher. I'd sprint around naked. I don't care. <laughs> you just won the World Series. Like, do what you want. You're a champion. What are your guys' uh, What are your guys' opinions on the um, the fence or the defense the net? What think, just around the field? I think it's stupid. You're, we're talking about the nets behind the dugouts and stuff, right? Yeah. I think it's stupid. I mean, I think it's needed. I mean, I, I, I mean, I think it does take a little bit away from the fan interaction and like being up close and like, and it obviously takes away from your view in some seats. But I do think it's just honestly for safety because what is it? The past like five years, there's been so many like not even adults. There's been like kids that keep getting domed by these balls. I think there should be an age limit on where you can sit. That's also that's also maybe something that should be put in play. Like, I think anyone under the age of 12 shouldn't be able to sit first five rows. I mean, like, and, and, here, and here's the sad thing. is like I'm watching the game right now. I'm watching the Yankee game right now. And, like, 
these people are sitting behind a net, and that, that's regardless. But there are people down the left and right field lines that have their phones out at all times who are not watching the game. And this goes back to my point of, like, why don't I go to sporting events anymore? Because of shit like this. Because I'm sitting here watching this chick film this at bat as if she has any idea what's going on. Because she's putting it on Snapchat saying, Yankees game. Like, I should be there, not you. <laughs> Let me ask you guys this, too. I know, I know we're kind of getting a little bit all over the place. Can I ask you guys something, too? I know we're kind of getting a little bit all over the place. We'll get back to Would You Rather in a second. Um, what the heck? I just lost my train of thought because you guys were laughing. Never mind. Go on. Let's see if I remember it. And it bothers me seeing all these assholes in suits. Like, I know you're in New York. Like, I know you just worked. I know it's Monday and, and you got a suit. Well, bring a change of clothes, bro. Oh, remember it. What is this just me? Unless it was like a World Series or a home run derby, which is something that's very unique and special and doesn't happen a lot because it comes to your city. Would you rather just watch a baseball game kind of at your house on your own bed, watching it in, like in front of your TV instead of going all the way down there and maybe sitting like in the outfield? I just think it's, I just think it's because of our lo- location. Um, Miami Park, Marlins Park, whatever it is. Sucks, dude. You ever try to park in Miami? It's like twenty bucks. The tickets themselves are fourteen dollars, and you're gonna charge me twenty eight dollars to park. But the game itself, I like, like with the AC, because we haven't like the the indoor stadium, like stuff like Who that. Who like, wants to see a team go thirty four and fifty? That's why you go for the other team. Thirty four and fifty seven. Yuck, dude! The worst That's record in the national. No, but but I, see here. I think we talked about that in the on the week of the first podcast I was on, which is how shitty the the location is for the Marlins game. But I can take it to any sport, any any sport that that I, that that I watch, which I watch every. I watch the major four, okay. And when I say major, I include hockey in that because it's awesome. But that's not the point. The point is, is like, uh, with with the way that HD televisions are nowadays. I'd rather sit at my house. Exactly. So you agree with me. The only time, the only time for me that I would go to a game is the, the two times throughout the odd year that the Rangers come to the BB&T Center because I love hockey and I have to go to Madison Square Garden at least once a year because it's the Garden. So whether it's a hockey game, which it normally is because I'm not going to go watch the Knicks. But if I'm going to go to a game, if I'm like I had season tickets for the Redskins for about 15 years, and driving down there, I think it was like nine years. But driving down there, the two hours, sit through a four-hour game, get in the car after a loss, and drive back, became the question of why are we doing this when we can just wake up at 11 o'clock, go get some wings and stromboli, sit in the house, watch the game, and the second the game's over, take a fat ass nap. Yeah, exactly. that sounds nice. You just described a lot of sports fans. And, 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 but my, my, my problem is the people nowadays, because my brother is one of them, who only watches sports now during the postseason. Uh, I don't like that because I don't like people having opinions when they didn't watch the whole season. I kind of don't think they're entitled that's to such, saying that's anything. Such, no, 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 Okay. Do, you, do you think I'm right about that? Context. Or no? In what context are you saying this? So, so like, so are like, you saying if person A watches every single out of the no, ending? No, of the, no, listen, no, 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 no. Watch the majority of the season. I'm talking about somebody that turns on. Oh, the World Series is on. Let me go. Hey, go Dodgers, go Red Sox. You have no right to an opinion. No, 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 no. No, that's fine. That's fine. If you go out and say the Dodgers should win because of this and they just pull whatever stat they found on sports center i think you're a douche for that but if exactly. i exactly. Two, no, no no listen 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 because i don't watch hockey okay dean i'm not gonna lie to you i don't watch hockey who are the two teams in the stanley cup last year yeah blues uh, and the bruins blues and bruins okay 
I wanted the Blues to win. Okay? Just because. Exactly. I wanted yeah, the Blues to win. I don't like Boston. Exactly. No, that's not. Okay, that's the point. I didn't watch a single minute of hockey the entire regular season, but I watched every game in the Stanley Cup, and I wanted the Blues to win. Who cares? But, but who gives that's, a shit? That, what but that's not you my have point. to tell me who am I supposed to like? But that's not my point. My point was is that if you go on Twitter and are like, oh, this guy sucks or the, uh, this team sucks, when you have no really entitled opinion or you bring up, like you said, some crazy stat that you probably don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, that was that's a douche point. move. But I'm saying yeah. – I thought you were arguing about the other point where just somebody's – oh, hey, you know, it's the biggest sporting event of the year for this this team or sport. Let me pick a one. Like, yeah, no, and like I said, I am kind of one of those people, I'll admit it, when it comes to basketball. I do watch the finals, but I can tell you I didn't watch one minute of the team that's in the fi- the two teams that are in the finals. I didn't watch any game. But I am one of those guys that sits there and watches it, but I am not one of the guys that goes on Twitter and is like, oh, this guy sucks because I hate those people. But that was my point. I don't like when the people go on and they give their little two-minute rant about this when they don't really have an opinion because they don't watch it. That yeah. was my point. But, 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 and like, first of all, it's a, Jimmy, you're right. It's a real douche move. If you watch game seven of the world series and Gliber Torres goes oh for four with four strikeouts. And that, that guy gets on Twitter. And he's like, Oh, this Gliber Torres sucks when he hit 300 throughout the year. Like that, that's a douchebag. But in in a, in a case where there's many people in, in the U S that don't watch regular season hockey that watch it in the playoffs. Why? Because playoff hockey, in my opinion, is the best sport to watch during playoff time. Yeah, it was sick. It Am always, I going to watch a regular season game next year? No, probably not. But that's fine. But see, here's the thing is how much of that, because this is, this is my issue, which is like I'm not going to tune in to a 10 o'clock hockey game of the Sharks and Kings. I'm the guy that watches only his teams, unless it's the NBA, because I have – I have nothing else. It's a loading dog. <laughs> I have nothing else to do sometimes other than watch the NBA because my team sucks. But that doesn't mean that I don't get the package and watch every single Nick game that I can. Now, does that mean I, I sit here and watch every single minute of Yankee games? No. Do I watch every single minute of Redskin games? Yes. Why? There's only 16. But do I watch every every minute of the Knicks games? Hell. Whose dog is crazy? It's Logan's. Okay, bro. Like I, like, I don't know what you want me to do. Oliver, get, stop. Get him a fucking treat. Get a treat. Go it's pet outside, him. So I'm surprised you can hear it. But anyway, back to would you rather? Because we kind of got off topic there, and I'm sorry. But next question was: Would you rather throw 100 miles an hour in the big leagues, or would you rather hit a 480 foot plus bomb in the bigs? Which one? And 100 miles an hour. More than once. This is this hard? It is hard because I've never hit a bomb, but I've never thrown 100. I'd probably throw 100. I think you have a longer career if you do that. No, no, no. That's not what I, like, I can It was just like more of like a moment. Like, what, what, are we, what are we talking about right now? No, that's bullshit, JD. If I'm sitting 100... <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Run it back. Run it back. What's going on? What's going on? I missed out. Would you rather throw 100 miles an hour or hit a 480 foot bomb in the base? 100 miles? Okay. 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 All right. There's I'm two trains of thought here. There's two trains of thought here. Are you hitting one 480 foot home run? Okay. Yes. Or are you sitting 100? You're sitting 100 for one relief appearance. One and re- you hit ten bombs over a season with one of them being four hundred and eighty feet. No, you just we're just saying you have one appearance that's you're sitting a hundred and you have one at bat and you hit a four hundred and eighty foot plus bomb. So you could have hit it five hundred feet. Absolutely. Which one did you say, Austin? One at bat. You show up for one at bat, hit a ball five hundred feet, and then never get seen again. That's where like I was stuck in between that's a that. Fake question. That's such a fake question. Yeah, like, it's just, would you rather? That's It's not a realistic rather question. Throw 100, rather throw 100 or rather hit bombs. Big one. Okay, so so I'm just like some random guy then. That's what you're saying. Because because if I did either one of those... Were you? Time, 
Me? For you, would you rather? Would you rather throw 100 or hit a 480-foot bomb in a Major League Baseball game? If you had to choose, what would you rather do? Well, so many people... Uh, I, I'd rather throw 100. Yeah, but I'd rather my, throw 100, too. But my reason completely contradicts the, the one-time question because it's irrealistic. Well, that's why it's would you rather. Yes, thank oh you. God. Okay, whatever. Would you rather have 20... 20 toes or 20 fingers? Fingers. They'd be more useful, I think. Uh, you'd be a really good Look, swimmer if you I, 20 toes. I'm getting physically angry with this argument right now. <laughs> Fine, next one. Would you rather win an MVP or a World Series championship? MVP. MVP. World Series. Yeah, World Series. You guys are crazy. And this yeah. last one is just for Dean, because he's a coach. As a coach, would you rather be known as a coach for with a winning record over his entire career, or yeah. just a famous yeah. coach for losing postseasons? But you're but you've you're known for losing postseasons. Sorry, Rochella just tied the ball game up with a bomb. Uh, can you rephrase the? Can you uh, please repeat the question? Of course. And by the way, Geo forever, uh, Dean. Since you are a coach. This is a coach. Just this is a question just for you. Would you rather be known as a coach with a winning record for his entire career, or a coach that is known for losing in the postseason? But like, you're a great coach. What? You're a great coach, but would you rather go down as a guy that has a winning record, or would you rather go down as a guy that could never get it done in the postseason? But you're an average coach. You're not as great I as want the you other to think, one. I want you to think about. I want you to think about what you're saying right now. <laughs> I am thinking. I want, would no, you no, no, rather no, listen? Listen. Would listen, you rather? I want you to think. Would you rather be dusty? Would you rather be dusty? Would you rather be what's his name? Dusty Baker, or would you rather be Joe Girardi? Go back. Would you rather be Dusty Baker or Joe Girardi? I'm not going back in time. Jimmy, let me talk. Jimmy, let me talk. I want you to think about it. I want you to think about it. You said, "Would you rather?" Dean. I want you to think about your phrasing. It's inherently flawed. No, it's not. Would you rather be a good coach like what's his name, Dusty no, 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 Baker, no, no, no. Listen, that's listen, known listen, for winning games and could never get it said. done in the postseason? Or would you rather be that's a fine, guy that has five rings? Which one would you rather be? It's not that hard. You guys are JD, like, you don't understand English. Words out of your mouth. The words out of your mouth were as follows: Would you rather be a great coach, or would you rather lose in the postseason? Those were your words. <laughs> and be a, an average coach. I added on to that, but you don't let me talk. Not average. Yes, I did. I'll, you know what? I'll play for it later. I'll play it back for you later, Jimmy, and I'll highlight the part where I said average. You definitely said average, but here's exactly. And then I want you to, I want you to well, also clip Dean, in the part before just that told, where you said it four times. Because Dean asked me to repeat it when I said it right the first time, and then I had to repeat myself and all this. Now I'm thinking about how the Yankees are tying the game. Ladies. Correct. Ladies. To answer your question, I'd rather just win ball games. Thank you. I don't know why that took five minutes when it was a very simple question. And of I'm course, once again, Jimmy had to make something into something big that didn't have to be big. There you have it, folks. There you have it, folks. Breaking news Chris Taylor has fractured his arm, outfielder for the Dodgers. going to be out for a while. That sucks. I don't really have anything else to say on that to you guys. No. Broken. And now it's time for the great segment, Dean's Final Thought. Dean, what is your final thought? My final thought today is if you were born around the late 80s, early 90s, you can go to retrogames.cz and play any video game ever made on an emulator with a keyboard. I just ran through Donkey Kong 1. I'm halfway through Donkey Kong 2, and then I'll be picking up GoldenEye on N64 next. So if you were born in an era that you like playing retro games, you can go back and play them. I did not understand anything you just said. I just zoned out completely. But I'm sure it was a great final thought, like they always are. That's all for this edition of Major League Talk. Uh, make sure to subscribe and follow us on social media on Twitter at JD with sports, Facebook at JD with sports and Instagram at JD with sports dot co. You guys got any last things to say? 
Uh, bet nope. you five bucks, DJ LeMahieu goes yard here. Bet you five you know bucks, Yankees do not win the World Series. Signing off here at Major League Talk. It's the core four. I'll I'll, I'll accept that bet. Pansy. Okay. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>